0: Tab Talk begins in three, two, one. Come
1: on. I would like just let everybody know we listened to the intro with the music. Uh, did it all together. yeah. know, mainly did the, the chest bumps, the fist bumps, you know, making sure that we were energy aligned, chakras aligned, ready to break down these tabs. What do we got first gentlemen?
0: James hit it. Yeah. First one we have is, uh, it's, it's an article titled building 2000 unique SEO pages with GPT three. And so, uh, shout out to my boy, Hamilton, who sent this to me and I don't mean to steal his thunder because I know he's going to try and do this himself. But, uh, Is basically these guys went and built out. They took a bunch of what we call like super long tail keywords. So that would be instead of iPhone like black, you know Kevlar iPhone case, right? So something long tail, long, uh, longer search term, and they used GPT three to create uh, two thousand unique articles about these long tail keywords to just try and rank them on Google. And uh, the results, if you check it out. Uh, they actually got positive results from this, you know. They said none of these pages individually bring in more than one user a day, um, but really, who cares, right? If you can find two thousand uh, pages to build with AI, and you can get two thousand users a day, you know. Let's say they're going to two pages each visit, so now you get four thousand uh, page views a day at like a ten dollar RPM, which is like a pretty standard rates, you know, you're making uh, a good 40 bucks a day from AI-driven content. Anyway, I just think it's super fascinating because this is like the, back in the day, people were using what were called auto blogs to do this and it was just really poorly spun content um, with article spinners and uh, this seems like the future. So my question, I guess, is like A, how do we apply this to every tiny niche in the (laughs) world and just go make great money? But then also like at what point does this get good enough? Because there's a whole nother level of this, and it is these tools called like automated insights and Wordsmith. And automated insights and Wordsmith are tens of thousands of dollars a year, but they are all conditional logic-driven content creating machines. And so like every Fox Sports article is written by a machine. So like and it and we used to do this um, with like earnings reports from companies and stuff. Cause as long as you can just pull if you can read the content, you can spin a new... Exactly. Yeah. You can say like, oh, like blank, blank, finished 3% up today. Pull that. This is a bullish indicator, right? And like that's how... So a lot of financial content and a lot of sports content can be created this way. Does Barstool does Sports know this? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just like, this is... I'm just blown away by this kind of stuff. Because this is just like the
1: the scheme in me that like thinks about like, how do I... I don't know. I feel like you guys would all like this. Looking at a bunch of these tools, like uh, we looked at Copy AI, we've used it a bit for like, okay, how do you like generate some ideas or brainstorm some stuff? And it's like kind of mid. Even some of these like social studio, yeah, like you can get like one or two things out of it, but not enough to be like, okay, we should just workshop this and made it made it good. I wonder when that kind of tipping point is.
2: My initial reaction to this was finally, like, (laughs) like I've been seeing all this GPT three stuff, and finally. Uh, someone has given this a go, even if it's just for science sake and, and giving it a shot.
1: Okay, I've been paying $13 an article on Fiverr for someone, and now I can yeah. finally get, <laughs> get this as a
2: SaaS. Thank God.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting is that they, the way they approached this, it was like not about creating great content, right? It was just like, screw it, we're just going to blow out as much content as possible, go after super, super, super low-hanging fruit. I think the way that I would do this is I would go buy like a... a expired domain for a couple grand that's got like a ton of link juice in a niche that was like an ever expanding niche with infinite details and then go do this and i I just think it would i think it would bang i think it would work really well the question is at what point does google like well you know slap this so to speak sort of bring it down but i I just it's a fascinating experiment and b i think it's
1: just google gonna start ranking for like coherence
2: yeah,
0: like, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I've, so
2: a lot of it is based like you have like LSI and like, in semantic indexing like I don't want to try right. and explain that right now <laughs> you, <laughs> would, <go. laughs> you, would, you would think though that that kind of thing would be very easy to get up, up to snuff for with, yeah, with, to pass with over. AP, yeah right because that that is exactly what those language models are studying in terms of like the structure and mechanics of things working I would imagine yeah, yeah well right. I mean the thing is no matter what like um, and, I, and I'm blanking so I won't take up time
0: to think of it but like the term for NLG right ng yeah right? national language processing nlp nlp, NLP? No. no national no. language generation or something yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. and there's another thing like this. ngl yeah ngl yeah. natural hey. generated language like
2: that anyway yeah. just, <laughs> something point is is like
0: we're clearly going to reach a point where it's completely indistinguishable at all times right completely and so what the death of the written word
1: I'm joking. Yeah, it will be yeah. the non-editorial written word, or at least the like, you know, the analysis level written word will just be not something humans deal with.
0: Uh, well, and have you seen some of the stuff? I remember calling us this stuff back and forth. Do you remember like some of the images that GPT three can, yeah. can can yeah. create? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't care about the generation of GPT three GPT three content. I care about the how can they, like, inject it in my brain so I don't actually have to read it? Like, like revolutionize right. the other side. Like, right. I get it. You can spit out more content, like, so can a million people in the world, but, like, how can we, we get that in the brains how faster? without having time or hard? That is some
0: super deep... Okay. That's some okay. super deep stuff. No, I dig that. I well, and that.
1: on the SEO front, I feel like... Is there, like, a game that you can play with, with people on... Uh, you know, like on, in the marketing Twitter world or that, where it's like, okay, they're an SEM rush person, an Ahrefs person, or like a Moz person, and they're like yeah. lumped into a bucket. Or yeah, hey, which, which, one, which one are y'all? You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm an prefer- Ahrefs person. Mob. Oh, I, oh yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I think I am Ahrefs. I'm also be for
1: Ahrefs gang. Join yeah. the gang. Join the mob. And that was SEO sponsored content.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Although
0: yeah. what I will say is that if you look into affiliate programs, Ahrefs does not offer one. Ooh. <laughs> SEM Rush, Rush does that. offer one, so maybe we should start. And that's why we're them. saying
1: with SEM Rush, <laughs> choice for your SEO needs. Have you ever considered long tail? Are you putting yep. GPT three to work on your niche? Well, yeah,
2: I got something interesting on this. Um, so this is obviously pretty advanced. Like they're using the the most recent language model and doing two thousand word long form articles. So not very long ago, um, I took what. Uh, what I've been doing for the last several years, which is cannabis. And I used very, very basic logic to say, okay, if I have a strain name, a grower, a THC percentage, and a strain type, so sativa, indica, hybrid, etc. cetera, um, if I have those five pieces of information, here's a paragraph I'm going to generate. And then I, I took those five variables, and then for each other element of the paragraph, I did three variations. So it was like, strain name is a wonderful sativa yada yada right and so i had variations of the the copy and then obviously the the variations and then the order that those fell in very very basic to generate a single paragraph and i took our entire strain directory and i i basically generated these descriptions from that and i put it on our menu and the purpose of it was just to have all our whole menu there with a description thing it wasn't trying to game anything but this is recent history this is two years ago like tons of indexing by search engines, significant traffic to this yeah, thing. Rank ranking for like and 100 it, strains. Yeah, and seven. I didn't need 2,000 words or yeah. or artificial yeah. intelligence to do it. Very, very basic, in a single paragraph. Well, and
1: that's what's funny too, we're always like, uh, I know we were working agency side, it was always, oh, well, what's the, what's the latest changes in the Google algorithm? Like, oh, how are we doing long form content? we doing, doing short form content? And like really the answer is, pretty much anything you put out that was solid and like had backlinks starts to rank. And right. I
0: tell people all the time that like, and I'm not some SEO master, but like from my experience, like. The real answer here is, are you creating phenomenal content that people want to read? Like, right. and that's sort of. Right. The, and are you the,
1: directing, like, are you making the internet pay attention to it? And like, there's easier, like we were doing like all the really annoying stuff, like skyscraper technique, like all these things that you have to do to really piece the, these things together. But like, at the end of the day, if you just have, uh, if it's cared enough about by the rest of the internet to be putting attention to. Google recognizes that. That's more powerful than what your Any format tactic. is or what your other, yeah, like yeah. how long that is. And so, you know, for instance, with, with the site that Colin's referencing, there's, you know, so many people coming to it all the time or backlinking to it because of, you know, so many other things that's giving it that, you know, that juice. Easy traction. Yeah. Well, we yeah. were
0: doing, and so the reason I referenced the, the uh, automated content stuff from uh, conditional Conditional Logic is because on our cannabis site, we would do gainers and losers every day. Right, and so the Gangers and Losers was a fully automated, automated article. We created an index in Google Sheets that pulled from the Google Finance API. This is gonna get a little- No, let's esoteric, go. No, no. What's an API?
1: Uh, <laughs> application
2: <laughs> Programming Interface. Let's go. That was Landforce? Um, back to James Camp. Yeah, back to James Camp.
0: And so we would pull from the Google Finance API into this like index we created of all the like, cannabis stocks that existed, right? And so it'd rearrange itself and then at a certain time of day, Zap would pull either like like uh, Afria, like the top winner, right? up the amount that it was up and then say like, okay, after you're closed up 4.5% today, this is a, and then pull from a, a different zap that said like bullish indicator, blank blank. The reason if this recent news of this was blank and it would pull the, the press release that we had put out on it that day. And then that all went into another zap that play, posted to WordPress. So we were just like doing these games so, every day.
2: Like uh, I think at first glance, something like this seems uh, s- spammy. But then, when you really break that down, it's like, okay, if I'm looking for that information and I click on this article and find that, I don't care about the words. I'm looking <laughs> for the data, and you have put together words to make to string it together and make it easier to read. Like it, it's it's pretty solid. And and then to tack onto that. Even these 2,000 word articles, like they're going after super long tail stuff. There is no human that's going to put the energy into writing a 2,000 word article for that long tail keyword. Sure, no, like yeah. they're they're like in the badlands on that stuff. <laughs> like whatever, right? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Something I think about a lot related
1: to SEO is you know, as you whenever you spin up a new thing, you know, I spent a lot of time in Ahrefs over the last you know eight years or whatever it is. You start to see it like okay the there's a lot less easy keywords or medium keywords. Like everything's kind of got its entrenched. And so if you want to go like do this now and make an impact, like how many keywords that you know are, are there left to really make your mark on without just like an incredible amount of work? I would like,
2: say there's a wild number. I think, well, I think it's, the, the, it's growing, right? The, like the big yeah. niches are like obviously really saturated. But I don't, like I'm working on something. My wife is working on something that's pretty niche to begin with, and it is chock full. Of like long tail keywords with hundreds of searches a month, and uh, yeah, that's the, a good one.
1: That's a yeah. The yeah. the
2: very beginnings of that is like like blog post, blog post, blog post. All of a sudden, these things are getting one a week, two a week, five a week, ten a week and you know five blog posts and five weeks later it's like yeah here's an extra 50 to 100 visitors a week there 100 yeah.
1: percent. i think most people ignore like the international seo components and we were always harping on a lot yeah. where it was just like yeah. yeah cool just translate it you know just yeah. like yeah, yeah. use yeah. wpml and sh- just be yeah. doing all yeah. the fucking so spanish traffic yeah. in their own yeah. Own yeah. Language. especially <laughs> in
0: the u.s with like even the u.s like with spanish yeah, yeah. right like how many like how of many cost, yeah. so searching yeah.
2: spanish from a server in la or, or yeah yeah and it weights yeah, that content
1: too versus if google has to automatically click the translate page and basically all those angles are searching in like all that's just like, and people were like, "Well, if, what if I'm not shipping internationally? You're doing the It doesn't like it doesn't matter. You're yeah. getting that traffic. You're getting that attention. You're yeah. like, it's just yeah, all yeah, that signal. What's interesting is that I think uh, to wrap this one up is that we all just went to a
0: conversation about SEO, and I think that like uh, Colin had tweeted something recently, or there was a uh, something came up about a Jack of all trades, master of some, mm. right? And yeah. I and I think that probably I used to think it was Jack of all trades, master of none, right? No, it it is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're
2: referring to yeah. okay. Okay. Can you solve this for yeah, me? I, I, I So I, I tweeted Jack of all trades, master of. No. I tweeted something of, yeah. about Jack of all trades being negative. Somebody followed up that the original quote is actually Jack of all trades, master of none, but of Jack of all trades is often better than. I don't know. Something where it ends with a positive connotation. <laughs> and then someone followed up that that is actually false. No. Oh, well, <laughs> that, that, there's no. But I don't there, believe either of those people because it's the internet. Yeah. Right. Well, what. And what Wikipedia pointed out is basically there's no known. Uh, the etymology. Of yeah, <laughs> that the last piece of that doesn't exist until the twenty first century. Fair enough. Well, I was just trying like to say like a hundred years ago isn't old enough for yeah whatever.
0: that we're all clearly masters of some things, yeah. but also jacks of all all, yeah. all, tra- all trades. What anyway, that,
1: what if that is the mastery in itself? True. All right, what do we got next? What do we got next? Um, all right, I'm, I'm popping in there next on the. Uh, uh, so this is a link to the robotic network on Tumblr. And so I was thinking a lot about this because this is actually a tab I didn't have open here consistently, but used to have open consistently because basically it's a directory of these uh, affiliated different Tumblr pages from back in like the big Tumblr era that were all uh, really like cyberpunk and sci-fi based. And they were kind of curating this very kind of specific uh, vibe. And we uh, and- I was always kind of pulling these for, like, inspiration because I used to work on a lot of, like, high-technology hardware products since there's a lot of, like, industrial design or, like, look and feel aspects we kind of pull from and mood board with them. Um, But I was just thinking about the other day as we, like, get into, you know, the NFT space and this kind of emergence of art. And it's, like, these people in the Tumblr era were really, like, 3D rendering, comprehensive, you know, robotic, whatever. And then there's, like, hundreds of them that were amazing and high quality for absolutely nothing but, like, the love and, like, the (laughs) community. And uh, and then to see that now into, like, this monetized stage. And really, I just... uh, uh, wish that I hope all these people kind of have succeeded in this new art era, you know, and are, are rewarded from it. Uh, I, I miss Tumblr. That's, that's all my notes.
2: So anytime you're looking at some, something like this, you have to realize that a certain percentage of these images are just pictures of Tokyo that are real and not. <laughs> yeah, <generation>. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: well, and they're combined in there and they kind of curate these vibes, you know, I right. think is is interesting. I think we're coming back around to this though. I think it was an obsession in like the Tumblr sphere for a while of just like this curated future state. That Super I think we're now feature. like entering in from, uh, from a number of things and that's the, you know, uh, you know, I think like as people grow more and more to look like cyberpunk villains, like in you know, our day to day lives. You know, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta throw it back to the Tumblr and see where are getting a suck check. Some of these check. are sick. Some of these are, like am. super super cool.
0: Can I be honest with you? I truly thought Tumblr was fully out of business. I thought, I thought it had gotten shut down
1: or something. Yeah, and it's, it's within Yahoo. Just like you know, you can still go get access the archives. Just uh, no no NSFW. There yeah?
2: there's a big gap for someone to fill with what Tumblr was doing. Obviously there's there's like some weird stuff going on there and it had it it's fall off but for just banana's imagery and like artists to go both uh, publish their work and curate others uh, Tumblr is well, doing something special.
0: I feel like maybe Pinterest sort of took a little bit of that of that, of that Yeah, but, but
2: not for not, not this, for kind, of this kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this was this. I, I think and this it did. I think Pinterest
1: kind of really, really took the steam of of, uh, of Tumblr. Not in this particular yeah, realm. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: definitely in general though.
1: But yeah, in this realm, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, that same energy I think is in the kind of NFT universe now, and you know, those people were offline for a while.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, honestly, like some of this is like really incredibly creative and crazy, and I think that this sort of speaks to one of the the NFT space. Not to bring everything back to NFTs, right? But it's sort of everyone hopes that this that we sort of solve the problem of artists not getting paid for their work correctly. You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah for sure. sure, yeah.
2: Certainly open it up. A while ago, you guys know Jack Butcher. Yeah. A while ago, he tweeted a picture of him, like, at a gallery showing in New York that was just kind of like an empty room, and Jack with some of his work, uh, you know, framed in his in his arms. And I, it, the caption was something about how he'd made, like, not enough to get a taxi home that night. And the contrast, and it was like 18 months ago or something like that in, in New York, uh, and the contrast from that to now and the, the ability to monetize uh, for artists in general right now. Yeah, I remember, like, we crazy. see that
1: now. Like, so this uh, this guy, Ruben Wu, who makes really incredible uh, art and that we'd worked with that, uh, he uses drones to create something. We worked with him when, when Colin and I worked at this drone company. I remember, you know, we're just doing kind of like some branded content. You know, he's making 10x off a single yeah. NFT, what was right. kind of happening in like <laughs> in, in, inside inside these and like deserved it because his work was always incredible. Like had all this talent yeah. hadn't found its place, but it was like you know and you and you see how elevated it became once, you know, like this space opens up for someone like that. I was in that space who's really been putting in these things that are like obviously just labors of intense love and, and immense vision. And it's just like to watch that get rewarded, And it's just like, it just feels so good to watch. You know, and that was one of those where I like went and like hunted down the edition of the NFT that I could afford to be like, <laughs> I got to grab a, a piece of this. To do it. Just to, you know, just to, to feel part of the vision.
2: The, this is obviously happening for visual art right now. I hope that some, somewhere in the future of Web3 that uh, it happens for music. And I think that I think that music is played everywhere all the time, and if that can somehow get on chain to where you can track, I think a lot of that's played. happened
1: with the. You know, cause I know like I still have a lot of uh, friends who are tangentially involved in music, and there's a decent amount of people that have like, hey, we have a band that isn't on a label, doesn't have much going on, and we're still clearing, like, we're getting in a quick 10K in streaming every month, and you know, we're split between the lads, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, and, like, there's... I think there's the a lot lads. more of that that's been democratized through, like, the, the kind of Spotify streaming era, and, again, guarantee it's not... Obviously, it's not perfect, and the regulatory infrastructure still exists. But I think that like, we've had the first stage of that enablement. Now it's just more of, like, how do we connect that to higher amounts of those those funds right. and those revenues of what sure. of what that is?
2: For such a digitally focused and digitally forward industry now, the current music industry, it's still, like all of those sinks are so fragmented. Like, sure. the way that all of that stuff is calculated yeah, it is like... Yeah, it's was it, terrible, yeah. Yeah, there's a the sync
1: portion, so the stream portion it, got lock yeah, down, it locked down, the sync portion... Yeah, because, like, inside the
2: platforms themselves, easy enough, but, like, it's crazy how fragmented that is. All, all right, right. What, we, what we got next? Tabs, my turn. So, this is not news from April, um, but... Sick. The headline is, near the small town of... Modernu in Turkey's northwest region sits Barj Al Babas, a ghost town of Disney-like castles. So this is a, a real estate development project that started in 2014. Apparently has 200 million dollars into it, which is an entire town or community of 500 castles, none of which none of which were ever finished by the project. I guess it went broke. Um, they were selling them for four to five hundred thousand dollars a piece. These things aren't plumbed. Uh, the pictures, Global Listenership, are worth checking out if you go to the show notes. Um, it's literally just like as far as the eye yeah, can see, little house-sized castles. Um yeah, and four to five hundred K is like uh, pretty decent yeah I, I was small. looking at,
1: I found some really like kind of uh, entrenched web one websites because I was looking at you know what does it cost to really make a castle because that's on the uh <laughs> you know one, one of the things that uh that yeah the roadmap yeah one of the things yeah. on the personal roadmap <laughs> is the uh is, is the physical castle is the backyard
2: uh, that looks like the garden of eden <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah hey, yo. um but uh that, that, that it's, it's expensive like per square footage like putting that castle into place especially if you need a moat is like significant and so I think uh <laughs> yeah. that, that you know this is a you know curious curious what their how that what that bill looking like in Istanbul
2: so of the 732 planned villas, about 350 were sold to Arab investors. Uh many of the sales have since fallen. But through, it only of says course. many, not
0: all, right? Can you imagine if you were one of the investors who was like, Yeah, <laughs> load me up with this castle. Yeah. Like Give just, me that ca- Yeah. I'll <laughs> <yeah. laughs> be yeah. so livid. Also, I want to say like they're not that much bigger than McMansions. They're definitely not, but I'm also down with the orange dream of like a unique specific castle, right? That's very different than buying yeah, a I mean, castle that
1: looks like yeah, I, I wouldn't do this, but I would definitely have like I do feel like there is a certain uh, like I don't know. And if you're if you're one of the like four or five people that follows me on Twitter, then you're, you'll see like I have this aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> it's four or five hundred. I, I really like those like <laughs> Baroque uh, interiors, like Rococo interiors, like these kind of eras of like you know ornate crown molding and things like that like have some sort of like aesthetic fascination for me compared to where we are today with our like relatively boring like modernist stuff and so I think the idea of like having that like that castle interior still just kind of screams the aesthetic that I feel like is uh, is inspirational but I would bet my bottom dollar that the inside of these homes were going to be like just yeah just just carpet. cookie cutter yeah, yeah. you know is that the laminate yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, that seems like a carbonate countertop. Not a uh, not, not the right kind of. Well, it's, it's marble from a quarry in China.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the tabs I almost put, and I, thank God I didn't, because it's so boring. Was uh, <laughs> was uh, on on like herringbone like uh, wallpaper that like I was going to try and use instead of like a backsplash on a house I flipped. Just, just a to wall like. Wallpaper.
2: <laughs> it's the problem with that is it's paper. Yeah. No, but they've got <laughs>
0: these ones like you can like
1: cover. I don't know. It's like a cheaper. Uh, it's a, a, a <sighs> no, I, I feel like, so hacks for money. Twitter, you know, uh, it is, <laughs> I do want to look at you. As you always ask, if you're buying marble, you need to see proof of what the quarry was, uh, and then you can really ascertain the value of that. You want to say the yeah. NFT? Yeah. Well, and if you have, if you're selling to people that don't understand, uh, that don't know any better, you should be getting lower, you know, lower quality quarry marble. Like when you come to my home. Like you can
0: feel the hardwood floors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you it, yeah! It's, there's a certain level of sync that goes yeah. from from being the, the redwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this is cool. I'd be like livid if I bought one of these homes, and also like, I can't even fathom who like who underwrote this. Who was like, you know what, hundred p. Well, let's take two hundred million and build. Yeah, you're like,
2: <laughs> build they're, they're like how many castles? Five yeah, yeah, hundred. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, I think
1: Turkey doesn't quite have that infrastructure of uh, you know protections that are kind of yeah, available in yeah. that same way. Sure. This reminds me of Ch- there's a city in China called like Ordus or something like that where they built this you know mega city of the future, whole skyscrapers, and then just like no one ever moved there. I and now it's like we, an, abandoned, yeah. and like people go out there and like fly the drones. You know, it's a. Uh, it's kind of sick. It's and that's like yeah, who who underwrote this? Like and like where did are going go and like yeah. That's it's interesting. I would love playing.
0: to see. I think the drone racing stuff, not to get too tangential, is actually super cool. Actually, Trevor, who we were on the phone with recently, like uh, invest in this drone racing league and like Stephen Ross from Related, they, they own this drone racing league. Like it's actually super super.
1: Like
2: well, I mean, it's these two guys are two. Hard. Guys yeah, two yeah.
0: You guys are both drone guys, right? Like
2: whoa. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no,
1: yeah. I, I do. Yeah. There is. Uh, there are. Five figures of drone hardware, like sitting <laughs> in a storage unit. or yeah, that. Uh,
0: so just so everyone knows, uh, Orange, uh private wealth managers are having issues because most of his net worth is tied up in, in <laughs> firearms yeah, well, and, they, drone. and, 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 and drones. It is just, there and drones. has to be a, like, a line at where I'd be like,
1: look, hardware. Yeah. There's. yeah. Yeah. yeah hardware related to the creation of imaging <laughs> and then How many? firearms and related ammunition. <laughs> uh, it is an asset. It appreciates. Uh, these. I, I'm not just buying some it's more of the It's a hedge. It's a hedge against inflation. Yeah. Because like, of the like, world dot, it goes out of. How many? I'm not out there buying six hour brother record Things are going to appreciate. No, I'm just trying to shout out the whole six hour crew, like, shout yeah, to yeah. our sponsor. Shout the gang. Yeah. How many
2: gimbals do you have on your personal balance sheet? <laughs> 12 and a half, 12 and yeah, a half. It's a, it's a piece of history. <laughs> <laughs> it's a right.
0: oh man, all right. What we got next? Um, this is mine. Oh, this is mine. The, the image isn't loading, but it is Phantom Buster, right? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of shout out to no Phantom Buster. Loading. Phantom Buster don't let no image load, yeah, they it it just it is it's self the descriptive. To Underground, yeah. no, so Phantom Buster is dive into it Phantombuster.com.
1: this phantom buster is money twitter for money twitter Tw- yeah, you you're like a cold outreach twitter. you had a cold outreach agency for like Ooh, three years ago five years ago yeah the big move. phantom buster energy
0: phantom buster is like sort of like for everyone who's wondering it's sort of like a, a more robust zapier or zapier i don't know how people are pronouncing it these days um but so think of it as like you know we we all talk about it everyone sees it all the time but sort of these like uh, conditional logic automations if 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 this then that kind of stuff but uh so basically allow it's sort of like a no code um way of well, putting together minor code minor yeah. code yeah. well, they've changed i haven't used it in three
1: years or so you so can no, no you
0: can do some coding in it from my last look at it but you don't like you can it's like just scripting
1: minor scripting yeah, yeah
0: you can just plug and play most of it right yeah. like um anyway so it allows you it's sort of these workflows they already have these pre-built workflows of how to automate tasks right so Um, you know, people are talking about doing cold outreach. Like you could be using
1: Phantom Buster for a lot of that Instagram follower collector. Um, yeah. And to to give something like, and they really like the example, like, so we used this in the past at a previous business and it was, uh, it basically would use, it was like running one kind of Phantom Buster script to collect people that were in LinkedIn groups, I believe is what, is what we were doing. And so we had basically got all their profiles linked and then the there would be another one that was like connecting with them with a message and we would like share an ebook and a question. And, uh, and this before like LinkedIn spam is significantly more worse than when this was the case, but you could like, you just kind of accomplish some of the, these tasks by basically cooking in, in your browser access to, to to some of these different social networks, et cetera. Uh, and yeah, it was super effective. Yeah, I, I originally looked at it for Twitter stuff at one point because I thought like in terms of building Twitter
0: automations are, are like Are you saying your followers all right, this is bots, not real, Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. But I thought about like for for lead gen stuff, right? Like if you could if you could take an automated tool that DM'd everyone that liked a tweet.
1: Well, that's how. Look, that's how we're going to grow a tap
2: talk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's where I send a DM to so, like when every the tweet gets seven likes. We don't need a tool <laughs> for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah, everyone, yeah, every follower em. of
1: anyone we cancel with money Twitter or cancel Hunger Games. Yeah. We just, <laughs> <Yeah>. we, just <laughs> <laughs> we just start hitting with the automatically DM.
0: But no, I just think it's like I don't know. This kind of stuff fascinates me because I think that people don't recognize how powerful these things can be. Basic scripts are
1: like you've never opened terminal. You shouldn't be on Money
0: Twitter. I'm That's just, that, saying, yeah. Well, I <laughs> I'm mean, just ha- I haven't opened Terminal in a very long time. <laughs> but, but you have opened it. I have opened Terminal. Money Twitter has
2: never heard of Terminal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like there's a whole another crew of Money Twitter that makes us all look like just like like cavemen. I mean there. they have actual money? <laughs> yeah. Is that the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we, we've come a long Twitter, way down. From like no. we,
1: we started this first, uh, the first episode, fresh from Nobu. NFTs were <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, e- ETFs were flying. Yeah, you know, like like life was good. We're looking at supercars. Now it's just like we had leftover scraps from the the, the work workshop. You yeah, know what I mean, guys, were, yo, they big. Good. Colin and James made fucking K cups before this. Right? Yeah, this is yeah. some of the darkest. This is some of the worst beans I rented possible. A, an Accord, uh, a Honda Accord
0: uh, on Toro. I to didn't think is, they let those on
1: Toro. this is, is this a new segment? Is this rock bottom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a new just, segment. Just
0: to drive I'm so lonely living in LA alone that I rented a Honda Accord on Toro and drive t- and drove two hours just <laughs> to record a podcast <Apollo laughs> with these
2: boys. Guys, James has never been in a no. James has been in a Tesla once. Yo, this, <laughs> this, is, this is some this real. This is what shit. it's like to yeah, be the other, from New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is
0: our tesla i don't know people people gas up teslas but oh well, no pun intended but i i <laughs> A-yo. A- oh god <laughs> I, I feel like i have to leave the room but yeah. anyway go to everyone who goes on Phantom Buster. go check out categories on the left and you'll see basically these workflows that the people like that have already been built for you to just like basically plug and play and uh, and do cool stuff like there's a, a homie from twitter uh, Chase Diamond, who's got a great thread we should find at some point, he basically built like a 4, per, 400,000 person email list about travel by, by scraping hashtags on Instagram of people that had, had like hashtag certain locations and then did cold outreach to them, get them to sign up for a list. And built like an actual like 400,000 fully opted in like subscriber list for a newsletter about luxury
1: travel. And I think he sold it. Yeah. And so like stuff That's like – you know, like, it's, it's a sick yeah. hustle. Yeah. And like this reminds me there of that. There's so like, many yeah. – when you piece all these together, I mean there's a future part of this. But like the SEO hustle is like you can execute that. Anyone can go execute that. Like build something that – and then you can do the same thing with building that cold outreach. Like all these things they're saying are all done. It's just having actual good ideas and like and working on them. 100%. Uh, and actually that ties to that ties pretty well to the next tab which is one of my tabs which are uh it's it's basically it's an article from I think it's from a while ago but it's basically uh I bring it up all the time and the whole point is that it was like your cost of customer acquisition doesn't matter like uh brands of the next decade win with the loyalty not acquisition um is kind of, and it's just sort of a case study looking at this and this ties really well into like uh some of the conversations we were having earlier like there's hustles and then there's like building brands it's like okay am I selling something on ecom or am I building a brand that's going to last and uh, and the and really, if you're hustling without having that brand and not not having knowledge of it, and I think we listen to a lot of like podcasts in the e-commerce space, and people are like, "I paid twenty dollars for a logo," and they kind of brag about how little they've actually invested in the brand to get their hustle going. Like that's great and all, but you're still always going to be like stuck in that acquisition mode sure. versus having that level of like loyalty recommendation that comes from like the minimal of branding. I think that's just a lot coming from like the people that care so much about money and like the hustle care less about like the little details and things, don't have that same creative energy. And that's why I like encourage people who are running those hustles to like find that creative co-founder or that marketing co-founder or whatever that is who has that spark. Uh, because that brand, you know, really, really matters and their perpetual and their value and their multiples if you want to sell something are just way higher than just like the naked concept of the business. I don't know. What do y'all think?
2: Yeah. I, I I agree and I think the first step there is like wanting to build a brand around the thing. Even if you're doing like the water bottle hustle from Etsy. Um, I, I had a thread about that and then someone addressed me as the water bottle guy and, uh, I deleted it. No, I didn't. Uh, (laughs) Um, but I, I think the, before like the creative partner, et cetera, it's like, yo, do a brand. Don't do the cheapest private label thing. You can put your logo on and run with it. Um, well it's just like, are you the the water bottle brand or are you Yeti? You know? And like, and it's just like, that's going deep into brand. How
1: much more do you get for per unit by doing that? You know? Right. Um,
2: yeah. and, and I think that the private label is so pervasive because that is the thing that you can whip up a course that is probably like really, a really good course about how mm. to do some valueless bullshit off of, well, and, and that's why
1: the course part is interesting. That's the, the brand is the kind of thing you can't teach. Like we can, I can walk you step by step through the skyscraper the mechanics technique. Of, he can yeah. walk you step yeah. by step through like the phantom buster. You can walk step by step through the ordering off of this and that. Like you can give you that, but like when there has to be like a modicum of like taste and then putting yourself sure. in the other, in the customer's shoes. Like that's the differentiator. And you and, have that, that's secret sauce. And then
2: building community around it, right? So like, I think that's the real that's magic. The biggest, that's yeah. the
1: real, the real magic here is
0: like, and this is, I don't want to get into like the exact <laughs> details, but uh, uh, cause it's like sort of something I'm working on currently, but this is a, this is an article that is very apropos of what's <laughs> <laughs> raised orange eyebrows was my use of apropos. Um, it was very apropos of sort of like something I'm dealing with in my life. Right. And sort of like the, I mean, this epiphany recently I've had, which is because I cut my teeth like online, like I make, I make a joke about always being an you know, internet money, like, no, but I cut my teeth as a teenager being an affiliate marketer and affiliate marketers, like all we did was like aggressively market sort of lead gen and products. And I didn't really care about the back end or the brand and, or, or sort of about the marketing tactics, right? Because all I cared was about my commission on the sale. So coming from that world, I spent a long time. Um, you know, teaching growth hacking and, and marketing and all that stuff. But I never really was involved with the brand side of things. And last year I had a really good opportunity with a company I had a piece of to be involved in marketing for something that had a real brand, and it made it about a thousand times easier than marketing anything else. And currently find myself in a scenario where with all the changes we're seeing from iOS updates, um, you know, in terms of pixel tracking and sort of and open and email opens, it's like. The real reality here is this has to go back to having brand equity and having sort of life real lifetime value for customers because I can tell you that... Uh if you if you aren't into that, then stick with affiliate marketing, where you can burn through a campaign in two months and just move on to the next one, and you don't have to worry about all the crazy fulfillment. Because otherwise, just the private label stuff, it's a real, real grind. Like that's a world I know, and like unless you've got some real brand affinity and some consumables and demonstrable stuff, it is really a grind. Well, to and, make and that's why we happen.
1: spent you know hundreds of hours. Agencies, everyone involved with bringing the tab talk community, the the, the brand to life, because you know, like, look, look, the art, the cohesive theme there, all the, the global team, artists the from around the, the world, really, they're really, they really put into that. Yeah, you know, the editing, the shout out to me, that the whole the, the team. brand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're out <laughs> here. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, I see you. Hey, hey, you're hey, the real MVPs. You're the real MVPs. What's up, dude? All right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, shut up. Uh, but I think also even like look at the little things, like how much that difference that makes. Like, uh, like point to to Collins' Twitter where being like, okay, builders build is a better like marketing technique or brand associated with that than like. Seventy-five percent of what yeah. we see out there. There's like <laughs> yeah. visualized yeah. value. There's builders build. There's, build yeah. there's a few others, and there's like, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's just like things that have that juice to it. And it's like yeah. you know like, uh, it, that it, it makes a huge difference. And I there's so many things that you know you see a lot when you're on money Twitter or you're in just the mix of what this new kind of entrepreneur looks like of just how many tools and things there seem that people don't seem to know about or talk about, and also things that are, I think coming right around the corner that technology is going to solve. We were talking about invoice factoring earlier, and just like the ideas of like how When you're actually creating uh, businesses or selling wholesale or moving this on, there's so many tools you have to be able to move money in, in between things. People don't even kind of know about that. like The actual capital you need to run your business, especially if it's not a uh, business with a federally illegal product like some of us happen to be involved <laughs> in, uh, then, uh, then you like, have all these. Like, there's The tool suite to enable you to be a capitalist is, is wide and vast. Um, but also, you know, we talked a bit about like smart contracts and some of this because the whole payment idea. Be, now go down invoice factoring it's really easy like like the whole net third like i'm I'm being paid net 30 or i'm not being paid or i'm seven days late or the finance team didn't cut the check or i'm calling this person six times or whatever <laughs> it is like should be solved by smart contracts like yeah. finance teams should just be dows like accounting yeah. is a function that if you are an accountant right now your function will likely be replaced by a machine when yeah. people actually kind of want the only thing that's stopping that from happening right now is people want to Cheat people out of their money for an extra six days for whatever arbitrage right, or whatever reason that they out. want to do, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I
0: think in terms of that, I think what happens, and and is with the the accounting side of things is like as you get bigger, and and I'm sure half of or all our, our listeners know this already, but you have like accountants, you have controllers, you have a CFO, they all have different roles, right? And so I think like the CFO role, and I remember when we hired a CFO at my last company, like being kind of upset because like he literally did like nothing. And it was not, and it was because he was like, "Oh, I don't like, I don't do accounting. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm not an accountant, right? Yeah, like, right. I, I like yeah. think strategically how we look yeah, at." Finances. I speak to what right. the yeah the, the <laughs> you accountants know? do, but yeah. like that sort of that I think that that stuff becomes tough, right? Like to to to, to have through smart contracts, like sort of the strategic. Yeah, banking. oh for sure.
1: I just mean like all that kind of with the layer he's talking about, the people that are doing the actions or compiling the things or cutting the checks or doing whatever so, is like could be on the
2: blockchain. The the. Uh, I think about this a lot over the years, having worked with, I don't know, 15 or 20 different accounting teams, and then looking at what's happening with software and uh, what the software suites look like. The The people making the software who are savvy to automation and, and uh, how all these things probably generally should work are so far disconnected from the people that are still graduating from uh, with finance degrees or with uh, you know accounting degrees, et cetera. I don't know what those degrees are called, but <laughs> but you've got like the software is set up to pretty much like be reconciling bank feeds in real time, sure. to, so that in theory I should be able to have a live P and L of any day of at the end of the week, end of the month, right? But the entire guard, and this isn't a knock to any you know accounting or finance person in personal in, in finance person in particular, but the entire guard is just not wired that way. Yeah. And like all of the software, the QuickBooks of the world, all these ERP, all the modern ERPs are like, like I should have a P&L on the, like at 5.05 PM sure. showing me the day. So this
1: is going to be really, really awkward because this next ad read is for Deloitte. Deloitte, <laughs> accounting services for your business as you grow. Are you looking to keep track of your books? Find some analysis, get thorough reporting, Deloitte. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, and, and to finish this off is that, there are,
0: you know, shout out to the guys at like Triple Whale, for example, like who are, are a, a couple of my friends. Like they, uh, like Max, like this. What we're seeing in the e-commerce space is like I can get live P and Ls, right? Like <laughs> of I course, can, yeah, right. you know, like I can see lifetimely. Triple Whale is a better one. Shout out Triple Whale. Like they are, you know, giving me a live P and L a real. And when, when when we were looking at stuff with media buyers recently, they're like talking about ad sets and stuff, and I'm sitting back and just like I don't really care. What this specific thing how this functions i'm just saying from thirty thousand feet
2: up this is not working for our, for our pl right? right that's super useful but even with that though right that is i would imagine the e-comm data coming off the store it's not the stuff that the accountants still have to do no matter how sure right and and the, but it completely should be sure right like my bank feed if my bank feed gets a thousand items hitting it in a month 990 of them it's seen before and it can probably make a pretty good guess about what it's going to be. Sure. Like this stuff, like all of the software is geared up for it to be almost live. But the entire guard of the humans just aren't even close on the same page as that. And it's really interesting how it stops. Bull, it. I mean, bull. that's
0: sort of like that makes me think about uh, like title companies and stuff, right? Like these are like th- there's no reason that you should have a title company anymore, right? Like hypothetically, especially if talking about blockchains, like. I should not need to go look up, have someone go look up and have insurance about whether the house I bought was actually owned by somebody else still, right? That should be just... I mean, you assign
2: hundreds of pieces of paper in order to go into an archaic database that's running Windows 95 and a... Yeah, weird basement and
0: yeah. Well, if you're, but if you work in that industry, to your point, right? Like you, you don't want it to
1: get disrupted the way that shakes. Exactly, yeah, right? exactly. When we we launch the DAO, that's going to automate finance. Then you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, then the the, you know, the, the, the CFOs of all the companies that are out yeah. there, are gonna be like, eh, they're gonna come after yeah, us. Really. Uh, all right, um, so what else we got? Well oh, before we hop on the next uh, time, maybe okay. we bop into bop into a segment real quick. Do we? Uh, we can hit James explains. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you got? What is it? TensorFlow. TensorFlow, bro. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> TensorFlow is actually the uh it was a gun that was used in um Halo. In, no, it's not Halo. It actually was a Mega Man <laughs> the Mega Man game for Psychogenesis. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> we used a TensorFlow gun. It was pretty sick. What happened was it shot like a a yellow wave in an angle at people and it uh and it made him tense.
2: <laughs> 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 and uh, that's what the
0: TensorFlow is from Mega Man for Sega Genesis. You know what I mean?
2: That, like, where... Where did Me- Mega Man come from? Uh, I'm right. looking at the walls. Is there a yeah. Mega Man? poster put- uh, yeah.
1: Literally, yeah. the only thing in this room is the at- <laughs> in a six foot box in a giant
2: <laughs> a check- check- checker, checker set. set. Yeah, I not, not any- checkers.
1: Can I just say, you guys? <laughs> of all like the tweets If there's something that would impress money Twitter, I think it would be this, this, <laughs> this, this room. room. It uh, would. I mean, really, really. The, this, yeah, be- we are in undisclosed location in a theater room that we we conduct for uh, for for business purposes. It is completely locked away from the world. There are no windows. There is a a giant TV there is a giant checker set because it is checkers, not chess. I like to remind the employees that every day. Yeah. Every time, you're overcomplicating complicating <laughs> everything that happens. Uh, Everybody keeps this, keep this, is simple when you go, this is, as simple as possible. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. So, the choice so,
2: between A and B, success or so, failure. So TensorFlow is not a gun from Mega <laughs> Man. Uh, what is it, TensorFlow? It, it's a it's a library for machine learning. Yeah, it's an open so, source library. For it's, a, it's an open source library for machine learning. Oh, these nerds out you're, here, I'm yeah. just telling you.
1: Now, yeah. <laughs> well, like, Whenever everyone's like has machine learning in the pitch deck, like I, I always like be like, oh, it's like TensorFlow, yeah. you know? And the other like you and they're, went, like, it, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. At least well, if, well, if you're good, they'll be like gbt three. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, right. interesting.
0: Yeah. And the, 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 to 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 finish that up. I really think what's funny is that like everyone talks about GPT three, like GPT three, I believe is like the most low level shit that OpenAI has been like. You know what? Give yeah, it to the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, entirely. Have You know yeah. what I mean? Let the world have that one for free. Yeah, oh, I- well,
1: yeah. That's what. That's a red flag. If you see anyone be like, "Yeah, we're building GPT 3 it's like, "Oh, cool." You're like on some like, "Oh, I'm a automatically generate an Instagram post." No one's gonna like kind of technology. It's like, uh, like Let's yeah. Not do that.
0: So I know people that are that are just like. It's even when uh, there was a startup I was advising that basically did like use Watson to like.
1: Uh, to track your interviews is for interview Watson hey, if you remember, like Watson's like Microsoft's like it's, semi- IBM's. AI. <laughs> it's, 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 it's IBM's right so, yeah, But IBM, I, know, sorry, I, I knew nothing it. about
0: this shit yeah. so when I first met them and they have a it's called interview school it's a sick startup it's a really cool idea but I remember being like, oh damn, It's got Watson, that's that's the yeah. IBM stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then
1: like the founder took me aside. He's like, Yeah, like we're moving off Watson because it's like some super low level. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, I they were trying super hard to brand Watson. I was going to all these construction trade shows, long story. And the uh, and, and it was like they would be like, Oh, they're they're talking and they're gonna show an example of like what Watson's doing. And I'm like, Oh, these guys I'd never heard of it like outside of it any real I was in like real technology at the time, being like, What? And then it's like, oh, they're really working to get like Blue collar businesses investing in technology, you're gonna like respect Watson. I was like <laughs> sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just because the name behind it. But yeah, so yeah great branding. Talk about brand. It's like Oof. even that it has uh, AI. Just that reason, like it's... Cortana. <laughs> <I don't>, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Cortana's like
2: I, I like it. Did
1: Okay, what were your, what were your top five Cortana uses? Uh, <laughs> all right, um, what we got? What we got?
2: All right. I got the next tab. Before I mean what? if since oh. we're talking
1: about GPT three, do we want a money Twitter cancel hunger games like copy AI? Or is that like we're we nah, going too far? Because right, you know what yeah. I'm you know, the truth is
0: what I'd say about copy AI is really fat is I don't know if you've seen the numbers those boys are putting up. Oh yeah, I mean it's ludicrous, Holy but I'm just like Holy yeah. Cow.
2: Well like, I I think that is a great usage of AI because if you're talking like, hey, let's go generate let's go look at a bunch of headlines, it's like I think computer is probably just as good as I am at writing 20 headlines and seeing if sure, one of them is yeah. any good. Right? Yeah, I mean,
1: look, and that 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 team does tweet numbers. You know, yeah, it's just, oh yeah, my yeah, it's god, just like, yeah.
0: like Blake, who's our CMO, he just he crushes it. Uh, I think Paul is one of the founders, super nice dude. It's interesting though because it is pretty like fungible, right? <laughs> right yeah, with other right because right. like there's Jarvis, right, which is something we're looking at using a lot for SEO. Jarvis is like he used to be called. Um, Whatever, forget yeah. what it used to be called. But it, but it's basically it's all just GPT three sort of creation yep. for for content. But anyway, yeah, I don't want to cancel them also because they could just they're just gonna make so much money off that that they're right. they're they're blowing
2: it out. Um, dot, right. dot AI domain. All right, coming yep. next up. All right, uh, overwhelmed by illegal pot, Oregon County declares emergency. So this article is from <laughs> the this is from last week. Um, the gist of this is there is a ungodly amount of illegal cannabis being grown. I've also seen a, a couple things go mildly viral on Twitter lately uh, for indoor grows in the Bay Area. So this article is about Oregon, which of course is home for me, but just running through some of the, the quick numbers here. So they they call out a, a grow in Washington County, which is outside Portland, where 5,700 indoor plants were seized. They call out a grow in Josephine County, which is uh, down south, so all outdoor, 76,000 Plants were seized. Um, they've got this year; seven hundred ca- uh, cases have been filed for code violations related to marijuana grows. And of course, this is this is all uh, not recreational legal cannabis. Um, it's all it's all illegal stuff that is, I think, made possible by how normalized marijuana is in general down there. And so, fifty uh, percent they're they're estimating that fifty percent of hemp farmers are growing cannabis. 25% of hemp farmers refused investigators, <laughs> did not let the investigators come and inspect their property.
1: And so I think I wouldn't like to say that the normalization has uh, like allowed this. Uh, I, I think it's more of the, it was likely happening on this scale prior, uh, just without any level of, of scrutiny. Just want to you know, yeah. go on record Th- there. For thank the, you. Uh, for yeah,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say, but I mean, first of all, there's a couple of things I find really interesting about this. Um, first is, the 50 percent of hemp farms growing marijuana. So, I, just to, to clarify, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but as part of the Farm Bill Act, right, like a couple of years ago, we created really what is industrial hemp in the United States. So I think people don't realize that hemp is cannabis sativa. Yeah, yeah there's just, uh, just an acceptable threshold of the yeah, THC content. Below 0.3%, that, yeah, below 0.3, I believe, the THC content makes <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, by the way, but I people still use
1: that to like make distillate. Like, I was going to say it.
0: also, if you've never if you've never smoked pot, feel free to smoke a hemp joint. I promise you, you'll feel you'll Feel some THC for sure, for, sure, great. for sure. I love, I love, yeah. I love, I love smoking industrial hemp. But <laughs> so, um, are you industrial hemp like, recently? Or, <laughs> yeah, like, I, just, like, I yeah.
2: you know, I, I've had, I've smoked some like, you know, very, very low THC, 10, 15 CBD joints. And then,
0: oh, I, it's for, for like a year, that's all I was smoking because I would just, wow. it would chill me out. But anyway, you guys so it's also like big on like spice, <laughs> <laughs> okay, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 I, but I, but it's just interesting because. How difficult, obviously I don't know a ton about genetics, right? So forgive me here, but how, it must be really difficult when you're growing thousands of plants, right? To make sure that every single one falls below a
1: certain THC uh, threshold. The, the, no, that's not that hard.
2: It's not? Okay. Yeah. No, because yeah. it,
1: it's, you, you, you gotta be like, maybe like, oh yeah, I'm getting in this in here, like whatever, but like. It, yeah. we. And it's not that. Real. If
2: you're breeding Yorkies, a Golden Retriever is not going to come out. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there might oh be big gosh, ones. Yeah, there will yeah. be, <laughs> be big Yorkies and small Yorkies. Fair but, enough. Yeah.
0: Well, I just think it's. I just. I find it interesting that because I think that most people will say. People will say to me like, "Oh, you smoking CBD?" That's what people will call hemp to me all right. the time, right? I'm like, right. "Oh, that's just hemp, right? It's just. It's all the exact same." thing. Oh, so point. you're
1: really like out here smoking hemp?
2: I'm really out here. That's honestly, tight. bro. I'm really out here smoking. I don't. I don't particularly enjoy being high. Yeah. Right, uh, there's a lot you can do to control if you're eating weed, um, but if you're if you want to smoke a joint, which I think is a pleasant thing to do, sure. but not be on your ass. So here's what for me, wow. I and smoke. You can orange in you your like, you cultural moment. You can yeah. you, you <laughs> can <laughs> buy indoor one of one of my favorite products we ever did, which we discontinued a long time ago because there's no demand. Uh, there was not much demand, which <laughs> proves my theory on the people that buy weed. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, anyway, uh, was a straight. No tea, eighty percent CBD distillate cartridge wow. with terps in it. It was yeah. delicious. Smash that thing all day. Feel great. Do not get high.
0: Interesting. So I, so I'm. We can get into a debate about entourage effect. I'm a pretty firm believer in entourage effect. Like I've felt that like much more efficacy from like hemp joints that have THC in them in some regard. I feel like make me uh,
1: actually you do, do you have, like a top five terpenes, top three terpenes? Like lemony. Don't worry, I've played yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So what laughs> in this industry for years. What way that of interacts with. No, I mean, the, well, I think it's really out here naming the name like the most common. I, I Well, I, lemony we go soul, you go know deep? I, mean? That's not like it. a name on the top of my head, to be <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: Um, lemony is in
2: lemon
1: LaCroix. That's like the...
0: And most people don't realize that all these terpenes are just botanical terpenes, right? Well, Not the ones of cannabis. Thank you. Canvas cannabis-trapped yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. some, right? Yeah. I'm, I, like, well, in carts, I, and stuff like that, I'm, not, like, I'm not the calling the anyone out, but I definitely know people smoke, yeah. that are taking distillate or isolate, right? And they're putting it with like non-cannabis terpenes. Oh, no, 100%. I
1: just mean like the flower when you smoke, you get like the terpene. Oh, yeah, right sure, sure, these, sure. Yeah. But
0: a lot of carts are just like, they say AK-47, they're taking some random distillate or isolate, right? Yeah. And they're trying to match the terpene profile of an AK-47. Yeah. This is I
1: went to a facility, it was like two years ago, facility in Long Beach, and they're like, hey, we have a supercomputer. And and I was like, really? And you go into the room. And it's like the supercomputer. You're like, oh, like this is sick. I'm like, what are y'all doing with it? And they're like, oh, well, we are you know, analyzing like strains, initial formations to like match the terpene profile exactly to be able to like institute this like yep. combination to match your blah, blah blah. And I'm like, this is what y'all got the supercomputer for? Like, we can be <laughs> <they're> <laughs> curing cancer, or whatever. I can yeah. Just, yeah, like uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, I like the, like the, the, the guy sucking on the ninety percent the ninety percent THC vape
0: is like, oh,
2: this does not taste exactly like, like, yeah. like super silver. I, I guess this is I guess this is the
1: future. But like, can we just get some bomb? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Sorry, go go go, please. No, this is your time. The
2: craziest thing about that, uh, I I'm uh, friends with a guy that's the CEO of True Terpenes, and Flex, Flex. Uh, just talking about getting the kids together, hitting the park maybe this weekend. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know uh, a private park or is so, it like a, a park uh, of the public? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a thing in that community is they haven't figured out what makes the gas yet. Mm, yeah. So if you're not familiar with weed, you probably don't know what that means. Uh, gas is a very <laughs> prominent uh, aroma and uh, descriptor used in cannabis. And all these people, all these supercomputers, uh, and really like very, very uh, scientific companies working on this stuff, they haven't figured out what makes the gas, which I think is. A big nod to like the mystery that is cannabis, sure, entourage but yeah effect. and they've got hazes
1: locked. We got multiple hazes on the menu right yeah. now. So I am mean, no, so yeah. not
2: even a big consumer these days. I could taste or smell a
0: haze from a mile away. Right? Yeah, it's like absolutely. the most specific, you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, the the science behind the entourage effect is it's real, and we haven't figured out the science behind it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, well, it's and that's crazy. the most exciting thing also, about cannabis. Yeah, well, yeah. The
0: how many other cannabinoids exist, right? Like, and I don't yeah. want to turn this into into a cannabis yeah. pod, but I can just t- like yeah, we'll it, do a know, specific
1: cannabis pod here in the future. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm gonna look sound dumb next to these boys, but there's like what like a 120 they know of right now, 111, something yeah. like that. But there's like, they're discovering new ones all the time. We're, we're Obviously Delta started. 8's popping up these days a lot yeah. pretty strongly. Yeah. But the, the, the thing I think from a business perspective that fascinates me about this is that this is not the first time I've heard about like gluts, right, of cannabis in certain states where like licensure was not held back, right? So Oregon was just like, like thousands of licenses, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, and it was. I mean, it's created a bloodbath. I think we're seeing kind of like round two in the organ rec market right now, and I think it's starting to hit California in a similar manner, where uh, a lot of markets out east are limited license markets where it's really limited, pretty to a pretty prohibitive, uh, prohibitively effect. small yeah. number. Yeah,
0: yeah. New York, I think it's uh, ten. By the yeah. way, I think there's only ten that's vertical licenses in the whole state of New York.
2: A different conversation. One we probably won't get into have. That. Uh, on, on the tapes as they say, <laughs> but in Oregon and California, it's effectively been open range, and I think the regulators would say that that they allow the the market to, to dictate it. I think in reality, what it means is a lot of people lose their shirt.
1: Totally. Yeah. Well, so it's it is one of those things where it's like, everyone assumes, oh, if I just grow any of this miracle crop that I'm going to make money, but it in reality, is most people grow mid and this, a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. is mid and no one's like, hey, guess what? I have a hell of this 34% THC purple, like gelato crosses. I just can't move right now. Like that that doesn't happen. It's like, just take it, you yeah. have to take it seriously. And a lot of yeah. people just think they don't. Well, know? this, but the
0: reason this fascinates me <clears throat> is because I, like I th- I've, my, my thesis is not like that contrarian, but it's just this, the, eventually flower gets Crushed clearly by commoditized pricing pressure, right? And so this changes though. Like when I buy corn in New York, I don't buy, I don't eat necessarily New York corn. It probably comes from Iowa, right? Like in this like big agriculture. Like at some point, when eventually when you can start moving flour across state state lines, it there'll be won't matter if there's a massive like you won't grow cannabis in. I don't know some state where it's not. Also, you'll grow it in Northern California, in California and Southern Oregon.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. and then it, you'll
1: yeah. just ship it across the country. Yeah. Uh, uh, time, but there right? is a, like that. That's the thesis. Like we've seen the uh, legal weed grown around the country and in Canada, and there is a uh, you know with almost nothing holds a candle like some of the canadian stuff the occasional thing here and there looks decent like holds a candle to what's happening on the west coast yeah. and so that's and that's interesting too when you think about that okay people are investing in the future that infrastructure looks like it's like all right great you can use it to make distillate distillate's gonna be commodified all these things are going to be yeah. j- just like an option you buy at whatever price and if i'm looking at the futures prices of all of those normalized things yeah we're, we're uh we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, short i think, I think, think. that
2: yeah. that Flower, unless it stands out, unless Flowers it's is bud, by the way, everyone, right? Like, right, so, right, uh, it's 2021. We'll also, we'll also be <laughs> you, you already see, like, so no top shelf brand has sativa, right? It's yeah. strain specific. When you get lower shelf, is the only place that you see sativa, indica, etc. And that is the flower that becomes like that is becomes commodity yeah. very, very quickly. It doesn't even have a strain on it anymore. So,
0: I want to say something that's like definitely country and I know people will get upset about this. But I've sat with like CSOs, like Chief Scientific Officers of big LPs, like licensed producers up in Canada, who will say to you straight up, "Sativa versus indica is total farce. It's totally made up. In fact, it's almost impossible to." God
2: damn it! I'm leaving. i <laughs> out. It's bullshit. No, Too but, but, but,
0: but but people swear by it, right? Like, and, and, and it has to do with like it, uh, the, every strain, like, and also genetically,
1: someone could have AK forty seven. And, and I don't care and- what those chief science officers say. I'm just doing like, you know, like the uh, the cannabis consumer, like. Know, knows and understands what uh, like what they're engaging with For at sure. a how much higher level than I feel like all those people that are propping themselves up to be like, I can't, we can't explain it. Sure. All the cannabinoids aren't out there. We don't, well, like, there's the a endocannabinoid third, right? system is still a, uh, there's it a
2: third one, right? Ruderalis. Yeah, Ruderalis. Yeah. Ruderalis yeah. is the yeah. third. Yeah. 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 Which is like a literal weed. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. 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 Plus uh-huh. the uh, root in the root of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the etymology. I just, I just harvested a uh, couple of plants in my backyard, and I'm Legally. pretty sure I discovered a new cannabinoid. Ooh, Well, that
1: is the interesting future of all this, though. Is like when you look at like all these effects and experiences, and what that looks like, and and the cannabis that we're looking at in the future. We're not even talking about almost any of these things, like the, the the drinks that we buy at the store, or the things that's going to be like infused inside of, or all the effects it's going to be able to offer. Like, there's like an absolutely limitless opportunity level of like what this does for the human. Condition. Condition that's coming. So, just saying, if you are not currently thinking about what that future looks like or incorporating that in, and you're like in the wellness sector or CPG or, or hospitality sure. or any of those things, uh, it's coming. Well, yeah. I had a—I I remember getting arguments three years ago with friends
0: who were working at BlackRock, and we were just talking about the size, the market size of cannabis. And they were like, "Oh, it'll never be as big as beer." And I was like, "It is as big as beer." Every
1: yeah. single estimate for how big the cannabis market is us under Is underestimated under underestimate. for sure because we're especially when you talk about not all the, not yet, not the derived products,
0: right? Like, yeah. Like, like, and, and also just, it's all, it's not, it's not about building a new market. It's taking a black
1: market white, right? It's, a, like, it's as big as the pharmaceutical industry, the alcohol industry, like the supplements industry it is going to be a major chunk of every single one of those. If not surpassing everyone individually, sure. uh, like, and the, it, it hemp is going to take over the world. This will be a green planet sure. covered in hemp. It's a beautiful, beautiful outlook.
2: Yeah. I love out this is the... This may be our first weed-related tab. And I we think so. Like, this started. Yeah, because we, 10 we, we, we you know, know, it, it, it intrinsically it isn't
1: that interesting. It's yeah. just you know, it's a normalized part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? We we have a floor check. I don't know if anyone wants to do the floor check this week because uh, NFT, NFT floors are unless, unless you just uh, sold a Doodle, then you're uh, you're in rough you're in rough shape. Yeah. What was the
2: gas on the Doodles?
1: Oh yeah, the, the, the we were seeing that the gas on the Doodles was like multiple ETH. Oh God! It just a, like just a minute now, apparently worth it because they're like moving to, like a hundred or whatever. But that's like this is all going to uh, is all going too fast. My my thought here is what we're gonna see is when Coinbase opens up their NFT platform.
0: What I'm I think we're either gonna see like big blue chips pump, but probably
1: not so much because if you're really willing to spend nine million dollars on an NFT, you're probably in the space yeah. already. Well, I don't know. I think again, a lot of people have, have dealt with the hard possibilities of like getting crypto money into the space. You know? Sure, yeah. sure. Well, but I think that we're gonna see. If Coinbase is anything like Robinhood, which I think it
0: may be, is that the, the vast, vast majority of its users are yeah, probably small retailers. retailers, right? And so people are going to be loving NFTs. So I think what we're going to see is like some of these ones that are well known, that have fallen out of grace, and are like, are. What sounds like so low, 0.25 ETH, right? But it's still like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like you know, that's the thing to remember, right? Is that like yeah. if you're if you got two thousand bucks in crypto and you're like I want to check out an NFT, like,
1: like you, yeah, I still have all crypto <laughs> as funny yeah. money. And that's just like yeah. Even when we were yeah. mentioning earlier, what the prices are, I'm like, oh man. Yeah, like, you got to find the things these, that, these that are. JFX. And
0: so, but I do think it's going to be an all ships rising high tide scenario, right? The like the inflow of capital that comes into that space, Ooh. because as as the holders that are there now
1: sell. They're going to be rotating into other NFTs, et cetera, et cetera. Would, so. Let me paint a picture of the future for you. Coinbase <laughs> launches the NFT platform; they're available there the same day. Twitter announces the profile pick integration. You know, because they they sync this because obviously, they, why wouldn't why wouldn't they do that? You know, this is the uh, as planned. And all of a sudden, there's kind of like the, the rush to, to integrate that. You know, like the money that, that's going into the space. You know, and then it we we continue the mega bull run hype cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up only right. Uh, did you just yeah. say planners plan? <laughs> planners <laughs> plan. <laughs> Futurist future.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so there's no floor to to to, to check. To check. Yeah,
1: it's just, yeah, yeah. We we could do a privilege check, but I feel like there's no you know there's no privilege in this room. So that's a hard. Uh, we looked around, we couldn't find any. Yeah. And uh, what uh yeah yeah what else do we have? You know I don't, I don't know if Either we're canceling people of the right
2: hour, anymore. We're still we're still riding. Yeah, you I guys think, are
1: still riding the end of the Olympus Tower. Oh, I think we're riding. I'm, I'm, it's not I'm the,
2: deep. <laughs> I'm like reading white papers. Oh. I found a guy that's kind of making you feel better. I found a guy that that. That did twelve weeks of ten-hour-a-day diligence on, on, Olympus, on Olympus. and oh, has was it like Nate all these threads. I don't remember his name, uh-huh. but he he lives he lives in the bay, and he's gonna swing by one of our stores for a friends and family discount. At <laughs> any other, you know. uh, no, but dude, I, it's yeah, actually the it's, mechanics behind it are actually yeah, really interesting. It, it's it's bananas. This guy did like crazy due diligence because obviously there's a lot of it's not exactly the most uh, stable, uh, stable <laughs> or simple. Run yeah. of the mill or simple or I remotely understand anything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. I, I it's know. a rocket ship, brother. Yeah. It's, a, <laughs> get it's a rocket ship to the moon. And if you want to ride that rocket ship, I'd get in on it now.
0: No, I, so we're still in Olympus now. We're still out here steak and sushi at the sushi bar, or are you out, Colin?
1: No, I'm out.
2: I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm, still, I'm in. still. I'm
1: still on sushi. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: still. I, it was boring to look at. It is boring. I think yeah. I've made it. I think, and, and, and that's I'm, how. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I make <the> financial decisions
1: <laughs> are made for myself and my family. <laughs> uh, look at that. Oh man, uh, it's
0: it's kind of crazy because I think we're in this weird space, at least like our group, right? Our peers, where like if I was like, listen, I can show you how to make fifteen. You know, this property will bring you fifteen percent. You know, cash on cash plus the plus the depreciation, the tax benefits, and you could you know all, people are like fifteen percent. Like what do you, <laughs> yeah, you know? What yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. what yeah. a waste of my time yeah. that. Is, yeah, you know? yeah. Your brother, my, we'll my and turn more than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> but in general, like I think that there's going to have to be. What will be interesting is that I believe in crypto. I think everyone in this room does, and probably everyone listening does. The reality is though that the more that crypto blows up, and the more institutional adoption, and the bigger it gets, the less volatility there will be. Right. So these like drawdowns and big pops are going to get less and less and less. And it has to anyway for this to be able to do what people are saying Bitcoin fixes. It has to be less volatile. Sorry. Right. Like if, if you're if you're if you're looking to avoid the realities of inflation, then you can't have an asset that that can can draw down eighty percent in a month. And right?
2: it's, and is predicated on you not using it. For the problems that it fixes,
0: exactly. So it's we're gonna see how this all
1: changes up in the in the in the in the future here. Yeah, I'm saying for uh, for cryptocurrency to facilitate universal basic income, yeah, you know, we're gonna have to be running on Solana. It's just <laughs> the only logical platform for. Uh, yeah, yeah. Orin, you, uh, Orin got lucky in the friends and family round of the Solana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, uh, We, uh, I, I did laugh because I saw so, there's some some Solana shilling happening this week, and they were posting like, oh, you can do your payroll on Solana. And You just select the wallet address, and you, then you select like how much the payment goes, and we'll send it every other week. And I was like, that's not quite how payroll. Yeah, works. yeah that <laughs> is <laughs> not. That you can like automate a wallet that's, transaction, but like brother, I think we need to talk about some benefits here. Thought you know, about this gonna, blog post, yeah. run payroll. <laughs> but, Have
0: you wait? Did you guys see the Novio today? Facebook officially announced Novio. They're launching. Snowvio so is is Facebook's coin, oh, and so for payment remains. Okay. Interestingly, do we have
1: Facebook's new name yet? Did that happen? No. What do they are they having a new name? They're, huh? they're pulling the alphabet. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Face company. Yeah, it makes <laughs> me like I maybe just I, you know I, I just know this because of the insider info, but it's super, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So interestingly
0: enough, they are launching it on Ethereum, and so like it,
1: it, this is well 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 <laughs> well. well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do they what? know about all the gas?
2: Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> Do they so, know Vitalik still hasn't I don't, figured it, out that? No.
0: I, I don't want to say that I understand all of it because I That's I just look. saw a post about it, but it is uh, it is uh, it is gonna be Ethereum back for now. I think in the future they're trying to change that, but uh, yeah. Honestly, I just bought a website from someone through a Facebook group and I paid them with Bitcoin and I was like furious about it because like immediately it was worth more money <laughs> after I paid it to them. But interestingly, obviously it'll be a stable coin, right, for Facebook, right? So it'll be pegged to the dollar is what they're going to have it pegged to. They're using the Paxios USDP or something. Um, but, Cl- uh, classic use a Paxios. Cla- classic. <laughs> <laughs> Just true to the mold. <laughs> but no, I think that like, interestingly enough, as much as I think Facebook is this like dying behemoth, right? Like, this is like sort of if they can get payment remittance as like
1: a thing. Oh my god! Well, that's no, a, this that's, is all this is all just set up for like the the metaverse plan they have is sprawling. And this sure, is just a step with the one VR, point. the, the long, AR, VR we're, stuff. we like, are are long lists? Facebook on this side. I don't.
0: I actually am. I am long Facebook, not not aggressively, but I, I have I do have a whole so, long position in Facebook.
2: Not to <laughs> go cuts. down this. Not to go down this path, but Facebook doing a token that is tied to the dollar. Is the same thing that Venmo does. It's just running on the Ethereum blockchain instead of AWS. Well, because, and I think, well, but the
1: point is they want to be able to integrate into things kind of within the ecosystem and utilize smart contracts and things like that. It's not about being a store value. Do you
2: think Facebook's going to do that?
1: Yeah, 100%. They're building this for the metaverse.
2: So, so what I read today. But do you think anybody in the metaverse is going to? Is going to use? Facebook. Was going oh, to use whatever? They're, yeah, that I think I'd be surprised. They
1: own they own Oculus. They own like they're like they're in this deeper yeah. than you would remember. So yeah.
0: o- so Oculus they all, like, they also own WhatsApp, right? They, they have also, a fucking you know, war like,
1: chest the size yeah, of the yeah, yeah. like GDP. Well, that in major becomes
0: a thing, right? Is they're in a scenario same with like Apple, right? Like it's interesting. I saw. I mean, yeah. this where can Apple really spend his money gentle, besides buying France? Yeah, well, Apple's talking about buying uh, A19. A- yeah. a- 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 no, what's it, what's that uh, production company called? Uh, a- like, A16Z. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Apple's a- gonna a- buy DreamWorks, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, Apple's like as they go, as they go the
1: the content around. Anyway, it's just interesting when you build such a war chest. But that they just start. Okay, cool. Buy more video content, like cool story. Buy the metaverse, brothers. Buy what we're building. Buy Tezos. You know what I'm saying? Let's go.
0: Buy Buy. Tab Talk. You know what I mean, take, uh, take, yeah, you know?
1: yeah. We're take, just, this is Tab Talk is a levered play. For this, it's a the vision for this is an internal Apple podcast where we're just explaining <laughs> concepts that are happening, you know, in the in the physical verse to the metaverse engineering.
0: I'm days. also down to be
1: getting on the radar of HubSpot. I know, I know that they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, know yeah classic I mean? HubSpot content acquisition play. Yeah, we'll really we'll have to do GPT three uh, like SEO blogs. Hundred then, then percent. But funnel. if
0: you if if you're a HubSpot exec and you thought there was a good idea to buy my first million.
1: And that, you know, and you're looking for the, the next one on the come up, obviously, uh, was we, well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's my first million in audio form, obviously, uh, but uh, <laughs> wait a minute, that's, not how that. wait. Uh, but I was going to say, I think, I think if you were going to go after, if you want to get hostile with the GPT-3 tab that you mentioned earlier where people can just generate articles like go after someone's like existing bread and butter search terms. And they'd be like, "Yo, I'm going to go after marketing automation. I'm going to put yeah. 2000 articles out there. We're going to sure. build some Ruins. giant network." And be like, "What is
2: this worth to you if
1: I'm starting to chip away at your SEO?" Realistically,
2: pro? at scale, those are the people that actually are getting those long-tail keywords because sure. like like because they're marketing people and what else do they do? So
0: I didn't go into this fully, but if, if 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 anyone goes and gives like a full deep dive into this article, it does talk about how sort of basically, um, you know, taking inspiration from 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 Zapier. The idea for this project has been around in my head for a long time. It was heavily inspired by Zapier's approach to programmatic SEO. And so Zapier strategies. The British yeah. Zapier strategy, yeah. strategy was to yeah. see oh, if and they they'd could crush it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So like that's they're just yeah. they're going and, to that and for route. reference, for what Zapier does for that, they just literally auto-generate a page for any two things that you might want to integrate with something else. It, so it's like I'm trying to set Salesforce with Netsuite, and it's just like and and it's result like, one, result one. You know, here
2: is the Salesforce and Netsuite integration. Yeah. This is how to do the integration. Yeah. And actually, I'll
1: give it saying, I remember like using early Zapier. Uh, or Zapier. <laughs> Zapier. Oh yeah. français, Zapier. It's a point. But was was so painful. And like so rarely worked, and then how far it's come from now, but where it's just like an integrated part of like so many different things that sure. are happening in my life. Where I'm like, yeah, of course, I have like the pro subscription for that is like in the family budget. And you know, <laughs> it's like, is, uh, is, like, shout out to them, man, because that was really
2: uh, a vision. By of the a way, dream, yeah. no, they had a huge exit, didn't they?
0: And all, well, all Nothing remote. Enough.
2: I
1: know that
0: at least. I know they yeah. don't have a, they don't have a, uh, like the company is fully remote company. Kudos to them, sort of on brand. Um, but I, 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 if they didn't have a huge exit yet, yeah, they're definitely, they, they definitely sure are lined they up for one. Yeah. If not, um, let's just have Jennifer the research assistant pull that up. Yeah, yeah, Jen, Jen,
1: Jen? Please get that going right now. Did you hear what Colin said? Can't get the stenographer Get the sonographer to, to check in on to Jen? All right. By the way, we
0: are holding a open call for <laughs> for stenographers yeah, yeah. and researchers. Uh, yeah, and uh, if, you, if you are
1: a recently let go uh, courtroom <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, courtroom <laughs> staff, uh, that the, the pandemic has escalated, <laughs> now, do we have a job for you that yeah, you'll, you'll really hate? truly hate. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, but we just really, like the clackety clack in the background really mm-hmm. would add some ambiance to this. I feel yeah. like we're missing. So
0: I think though, you know, it's, I think you know, we went really, we touched on some cool stuff today. I, I, it was sort of a little. We went deep into the cannabis stuff pretty clearly. I think there's,
2: um, yeah, we're there's, gonna have to yeah, cut I'll that show you deep cannabis, brother. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna have to, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to cut that one thing I said out. But uh. whatever, we'll, we'll cut a couple sorry, things sorry, out. Guys. No, no.
0: But in general, I think this reminds me. I think we should
1: do. Uh, I think we should think about some deep dive episodes. Yeah. I think we yeah. should, you know. Yeah, so if you have any idea for Deep Five episodes, hit James in the DMs. I uh, <laughs> just feel be like, yeah, he, He's been getting some positive feedback. Actually, uh, we have multiple members of the WNBA uh, reach out in the. Uh, and, no, and
0: the, no, no. I actually do want to give a shout out to Jack, who's an MLB player. You know, what I mean, he's uh, who gave me some really positive energy before we started this pod. Literally, heard, Kings build up Kings, kings build <laughs> Queens build up <laughs> Queens, <laughs> like, and sh- Kings build up Queens. Queens build up Kings. universal, bro. Liar, yeah. yeah, dude. It was like everyone else has great feedback with like a lot of caveats. Jax was just like straight up like, you guys are crushing it. I love the energy. Yeah, I think he, he knows you don't
1: because players play, brother. Play- <laughs> players,
0: players. <laughs> I think he said, and I love this. He said that the, I'm really enjoying
1: the conversational parkour. And, and for those that can't see, Colin is pantomiming parkour. <laughs> As we see, just, it's just, backflip. A, a backflip, little backflip. backflip. <laughs> a little awkward for everybody here, but like we appreciate the dedication to the bit. Yeah.
0: yeah, 100%. So anyway, so we, we appreciate the feedback. Obviously, if you have criticisms, we'll take them. But we really just want unbridled, really positive stuff yeah. in the DMs. Really, yeah,
2: yeah really like... Yeah. Just think about, with if we were gonna do faces doing, on the end. All that. <laughs> yeah, hearts. You know what yeah,
1: I mean. Yeah. yeah, the more emojis in the feedback, the better. In fact, if you want some deep dive on a particular emoji and its history, just tag James and tweet with that, <laughs> that emoji uh, like two or three times a day, uh, and yeah. we'll see where it Set goes. Set up a phantom buster to do it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Best f- submitted phantom buster uh, that that you put together from your inspiration from this campaign. That we will, uh, you know, we'll release a token. We'll phantom token. We'll use it. We'll use it. We'll, yeah. them we'll, them we'll use, use it. We'll yeah, use it. That's about it. Thanks, y'all. Say law.